Jono, Tommy, I'm going to give you a phrase, okay? And I want you to give me an example sentence that includes that phrase and puts it in context for what it means, okay? Jono, we're going to start with you. Time is on my side. Well, at least time is on my side, if nothing else. (laughs) Yeah, fine, great. Let's keep I'm it loose. I'm so glad John went first. I had no idea what you were talking about. Yeah, okay, I thought I I'd start I'm with that. Going, yeah. Right, Tommy, your turn. <laughs> okay. Turn back the hands of time. Turn back the hands of time and imagine you are a teenager again. Brilliant. Jono, back to you. A whale of a time. Ah, uh, when we got the inflatables out, just had a whale of a time. Was there an inflatable whale amongst oh. those? Who knows? Who knows? Lovely. Thank you, Johnny. Tommy, only time will tell. Oh, he's lost eight tasks. Can he go any further? Only time will tell. That's great. A little reference back to The Apprentice. And finally, it's one for me. And the phrase is time well spent. Got it. Investing in something of quality that will endure a lifetime can be time well spent. And so let me tell you about Marlowe Watch Company, creators of British-designed mechanical watches and sponsors of this podcast. With Marlowe, each collection of watches is influenced by a historical story of inspiring human endeavour. And not only are they pleasing to the eye, they're reassuring to hold and to wear. Visit marlowwatchcompany.com to see for yourself. And if you're looking for reassurance elsewhere, you'll find the words quality and value come up time and again in independent online reviews. Marlowe Watch Company. Time well spent. Uh, levels one, two, three. Yeah, that's good. Okay. One, two, three, four. All right. Oh, this is not going to work. I've got chocolate in front of me. That's not going to work, is it? Yeah, throw it away. Hide that way. Have you done any press ups? <laughs> I have. I've done my 20. <laughs> oh, well done. Yeah. Mm. Well done. First of all, thank goodness that somebody's made a word for this phenomena, so now we can we can easily call it out. I guess if you've got two fubbers together... Just happily fubbing each other, doing important stuff on our phones. Fubbing away. Great. <laughs> <laughs> Don't fub me. Come on, man. Eight of us, we haven't seen each other for six months, and we were all looking at our phone trying to work out how to order just, like, a beer and our dinner. I don't think it's a secret that a lot of people wish they were spending less time on the phone. Our society, our culture, our etiquette hasn't had time to really catch up. There you are, sat outside a cafe on a warm, sunny morning with a good friend, catching up, having a lovely old time over a cup of coffee. Their phone on the table beside them buzzes suddenly. It's a text message. They have two options. Do they ignore it and carry on enjoying this time? Oh, no. Oh, you've lost them. Hello, and welcome to Sketchplanations, the podcast. Now, if you look up the word Sketchplanations in the dictionary, well, you won't find it. But if you type Sketchplanations into your preferred search engine, you'll be laughing because you'll undoubtedly end up on Sketchplanations.com, the place to access the hundreds of sketches that gleefully explain stuff in the world around us through the medium of a simple sketch. And in this podcast, we select one of those sketches each episode to explore its themes and application to our own lives in a bit more detail. I'm Rob Bell, and I'm joined by two of my best mates. That's John O'Hay, the talent behind and creator of Sketchplanations, and Tom Pellero, a.k.a. Inventor Tom, a.k.a. The Apprentice winner from 2011, a.k.a. Tom Tit Tommy. Hello, gents. You're right. Evening. evening. Is there going to be a new one of those every time, every week? <laughs> ah, have you noticed? I've always called you all these odd, all these different things. <laughs> Maybe not to my face. 
Tommy, you'll be you'll be pleased to hear I've been online again. Okay, good. Uh, this time I've been having a look around at some of the wondrous moments you've given us all on TV. And there was an interview you did for GB News about a year and a half ago. <laughs> right, and uh, so you pop up, and the anchor guy introduces you, and then you just go off into your own world, saying yeah. how great Lord Sugar is and how great the BBC is. And then you do this awesome little sales carousel of products. <laughs> and they come in from the right. You give it a little explanation. It goes out to the left. The next one comes up. And you're just, you're just going off. It's absolutely brilliant. Holding them right up to the camera so the, the telly can see. Until he jumps in and says, all right, mate, this isn't QVC. It's, it's brilliant. It's such a good clip. I love it. I love it. Relentless. Always be selling. I do love live TV. I have got on trouble on BBC Breakfast. I think I pulled a nail file out and even I even managed to to get one in there. It's very important to have some product have. Uh, in the pocket, ready to go at all times. <laughs> yeah. What? Oh, no. It's good, good thing you sell small stuff, not like pianos and things like that. <laughs> <in your pocket>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Here's one I wheeled in earlier. <laughs> Listen, it dawned on me a couple of days ago, um, changing the subject slightly, that sketchplanations as a word, even though it's not in the English dictionary. <laughs> is a portmanteau, uh, by which I mean a word made up of two other words, like internet, which is, was it, interconnected network, <laughs> internet, or labradoodle, labrador and a, and a poodle. Yes. You want to say labrador and a doodle there, but labrador and a poodle. <laughs> um, spork is another one, a spoon yes. fork. Spork's good, yeah. I, I learned about a, a, a chalky the other day, a chihuahua and a Yorkshire Terrier. Brilliant. Dogs are great for it, aren't they? <laughs> yeah. Dogs are great for it. Like there's the cavapoo, all the poo ones. <laughs> they're, they're everywhere these it's days, aren't they? Yeah. Right. They make kids laugh anyway. Poodles apparently are excellent for it. I was going to ask if you've done a sketch nation on portmanteaus and then I just thought, well, I'll have a look. And lo and behold, you have. In fact, you haven't done one, you've done two. I think I did two, yeah. I think I did two. I did. Do you remember uh, yeah, one of them was just like, what? what is a portmanteau? And it just explains about like smushing words together, right? Like Oxbridge. Or, yeah, that was one uh, of them. One of my favourites, brunch. Brunch is a good one. Jono, have you just pronounced that correctly following Robbie mispronouncing <laughs> it for the last five minutes? I hope so. Do you know, it's a good... What, portmanteau or portmanteau? <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, I always figured it was a yeah. French word. And, you know, I'd say monto in French for... Uh, for a coat, right? So, well, that's what I was. What I think what I was trying to do is what I do sometimes when I don't really know and just try and f- go through it quickly and go <laughs> just, halfway in between a portmanteau. Just be bold. Well, I, yeah, who knows? Do you remember the other ones you had on the sketch? Oxbridge and brunch. I mean, you know what? I remember the food ones. I think the food ones were the um, the ones that come to mind I'm, because that, I think that was where I first sort of learned of it. Was uh, tofurkey, the tofu turkey? Yeah. And yep. isn't there the most ridiculous one, uh, to duck in? Yes. Which That's is, it. What is that? It's a chicken stuffed in a duck, stuffed <laughs> in a turkey, I think. As a, as a real as a real thing that yeah. exists. Tur- duck yeah. chin. <laughs> and there's a cheese there's a cheese as well that you did. So the two there's what the oh, portmanteau what it is, and then there's examples of food ones. Do you remember the cheese that example you did? No. Cambozola. Camembert oh, yeah. and Gorgonzola. Mm. I don't know how you do that, though. Do you just get the two and mash them up? I don't know. Or do they, do they make it that way? It's, it's probably different than the, how they make the dogs, I should think. Anyway, enough confabulation for this week. Let's get on with it. Uh, this week's podcast covers an observation of modern life that drives me crazy. And as it happens, it's also a portmanteau. Or a portmanteau. Here we go. 
This episode, we're talking about fubbing, with a PH. The act of snubbing those around you by prioritising your phone. It's a portmanteau, phone, snubbing, fubbing, and I hate it. And I'd like to take this opportunity now, actually, to apologise unreservedly to anyone who ever feels like I have ever fubbed them. Because I would hate to think that I have done that. But it's possible in a moment of madness at some point. And if I have done that, then I am truly, truly sorry. If you've not already looked up this sketch, the artwork for this podcast episode on your screen should be the sketch explanation of fubbing. Or as always, you can find it online or on social media through the links in the description for this podcast episode. Now, Jono, I'm, I'm angry even thinking about this. So just please give me an opportunity to calm down for a minute, take over. Where, where did the idea for this sketch come from? Fubbing was one of those terms where the moment I saw it, I was like, <laughs> first of all, thank goodness that somebody's made a word for this phenomena. Um, so now we can we can easily call it out. And, and secondly, I was like, well, I need to I need to share this somehow because it's so good. I, I learned about it from um, the Mind Over Tech community, which is. Um, trying to help people out with their their digital habits, exactly this kind of thing, you know, not trying to get distracted by your tech, your phones, alerts, notifications, and all that. And fubbing just it just speaks to you straight away. And so the um, the artwork, if you get if you get a chance to look at it, is I think just two just such common scenarios. It's you know there's a there's a parent and a child walking along and the parents checking their phone and maybe for all sorts of good reasons but the but the, but the child can see that and and feel that that they're not engaging with the child and of course you walk they're walking past a little restaurant and there's three friends at the restaurant and two of them on the phones and and the last person's a bit oh what am i what am i supposed to be doing and and yeah so so that's that's where that's where it came from and you know i just as soon as i put the sketch out actually so many people could could relate to it um so it's yeah it's nice to nice to share it as a concept even if it's something we want to get rid of generally as a society and when people were relating to it what was the general consensus in how they viewed it i just think everybody just recognizes it in other people and also in themselves you know as a as something they? they wish they would get rid of yeah i think so i think so you I don't think it's a secret that a lot of people wish they were spending less time on the phones. And it might it might be that in the moment you don't you don't notice that you're fubbing someone else, right? You don't notice then that's that's why people do it, because you don't realise that you're affecting the person opposite you, perhaps. Um but I think I think all of us are conscious that it it happens and we might occasionally be guilty of it, you know, picking up our phones a little bit too often. Um, certainly, I think as as parents as well. Yeah, Tommy, are you a fubber? Oh, <laughs> hugely! I, I, fubbing, you never realise you are. And like, I I am very happy to say I am highly addicted to my phone, right? And I do genuinely see it as a bit of an addiction because they are so highly addictive. There are literally hundreds of thousands of people in the technology companies behind there trying to make sure all I want to do is pick it up and do something on it and, you know, give my attention to this phone. Um, and I've recently, mind over tech, you just mentioned it, John. I've, I've been doing their accelerator program to try and help with little tricks with the communities, to try and help me sort of get away from it. Because what the, the place I really see it is with my kids. 
They don't have phones yet. Uh, then they're not. They're eight, eight, and nine. Um, but their iPad. When I when I take that or, or try and take the iPad away, they're just these like little monsters for a little bit. And you're kind of like, this is you know, just like with sugar, with ice cream. Lord because sugar. They're so addictive that you want to. This is them. addictive. Wow, exclusive. Can't get enough of them. <laughs> uh. <laughs> I mean, I I know a couple of very consistent fubbers. And I, I raised it with one of them the other day and he was quite upset by it. I mean, it shouldn't have been, it wasn't a surprise because he, he knows it because I've told him before, his wife's told him before. But when I mentioned it again, I was like, well, you are a classic one of these. He's like, oh God, am I? Oh God. And, he, and he really didn't like that. He didn't, he didn't like the fact that, I, I guess he accepted that that's, that's what he did. So I guess that's, that does come into that addiction sign. I think it doesn't mean it's easy to do something about. No, I agree. No. Yeah. No. John, have you got the Mind of a Tech cards? No. Have you tried many of them? No, not yet. Because one of them is, can you see that? Yeah. So there's just a post-it note. Yeah. Post-it note on my phone which says, why? So it's a little challenge that you do, like, for a day. You just put it on. So every time you pick up your phone, you go, why? Why Why is it I'm picking this up? Is it for some useful purpose or is it just because I'm bored or i don't want to be doing what i'm doing i like that and it's amazing how you go like yeah actually why no i, I why am i picking it up did it help I play with your kids it really helped and what was amazing is actually getting my son to write the why because then i saw it and i saw it in his writing oh, and that's I was like, a good twist that's yeah why am i looking at this why aren't i like jack let's play let's play a game let's do some stuff let's let's read together let's just do something which is not that because they're just for me it's the news I know, I'm high, like the amount of time I, I used to spend just on BBC website, just looking through the news. I didn't really know why. But is that different to uh, like fubbing? Because in my mind, fubbing is where you're having a chat with, with somebody there in front of you and then something happens on your phone and you take your attention away from that present of people with you and you, you look at your phone. Yes. I think there's a distinction there between that scenario and just sat on your own or in the office or as a distraction or whatever, you just get your phone out and start looking at the news or whatever. Is there, is there a distinction? I think, I think so. Like, I think fubbing is meant to be about snubbing the people with. So if you're by yourself, you know, by all means, look at your phone, check, yeah. check the news, I guess. But, but I think it all builds up, right? Like you might be, you know, not having a conversation with somebody and looking at your phone, but they're in the same room and you check the news and you, you could, stop what you're doing and go over to them in that room or you're both in the garden and you know you check your phone or whatever and so i think i think they sort of build on each other mm. but yeah I, do, I fundamentally i think they're different yeah. but the uh that habit of like checking your phone for something is it, i'm sure it leads to it right but it, it, it's a good point rob that snubbing fubbing it probably is a bit more than that but they do build up the the worst one that i remember is actually remember when we all met up there was about six of us met up after lockdown one of the first lockdowns, oh, yeah. we were in a pub in South London and they wouldn't allow us to order at the bar. So mm. we all had to download an app yeah. and order our drink independently on it. And it wasn't deliberate fubbing, but I remember looking up and like eight of us, we haven't seen each other for six months. We're in a bar for the first time in years and we were all looking at our phone trying to work out how to order just like a beer and our dinner. And it was like, well, it didn't feel like really an horrible moments yeah. that will stick for me forever. 
Yeah. <laughs> Ordering on your phone is like, I'm, I'm sort of here to be with people to get away from the phone. I don't want to sit here and order on my phone. But I mean, it is convenient sometimes. But also, yeah, like if everybody sat on their phone at the table, it's, it's yeah, probably a disaster. One of the things that I've noticed is like a real catalyst for fubbing is having notifications for uh, WhatsApp messages, text messages, yeah. emails, news alerts, um, yeah. and having your phone ping at you or buzz at you or whatever. That I've found is the real, probably the real catalyst for do you, that. Do you I, have I those turn off? off most notifications. No, which is why it sometimes takes me quite a long time to reply to yeah. messages because I don't want my phone pinging at me all the time. Yeah, because I'm so popular. <laughs> uh, no, I just, I just don't want my phone um, going the whole time. I'll look at it when I want to look at it. I agree. For some things I do. For some things I'll have a notification, yeah. but for most things I don't. But the the worst one is I once was like, I'm going to do a weekend without my phone. I'm not going to pick it up from Friday till Monday morning. And then on Monday morning, I picked it up and I saw these messages from John O'Hay <laughs> on the Saturday saying, oh, at last minute, I just happened to be in St Albans. Are you guys around? <laughs> and I was like, you're absolutely kidding me. They're like the one weekend I don't check my phone all weekend. It's a problem with phones. So useful. <laughs> so it's tough, isn't it? It's hard to find... That. I mean, that is not a, that's not a solution. I mean, turning off your phone or turning off your notifications, I don't think that is a solution. <laughs> no, but it, it, it helps. I mean, I think there's even, you know, some some evidence to the fact that even if your phone is visible when you're with people. Yeah. It can distract yeah. and affect the quality. So, like, yeah. if your phone is on the table, people are aware of it. And whereas if you, you know, what you should do is turn, yeah, turn off the beeps and stick it in your bag where it's out of sight, out of mind. And, and ideally, I think yeah. you do the same at home, right? And that just reduces... It's about setting your environment, isn't it? And, like, reduces the temptation for that yes. stuff to happen. So just just yeah. put it away if you can. But then... So then here's, here's a question that I... I wondered about earlier, posing different scenarios in my mind. So you're there with uh, one other person or two other people, like in the sketch, you're one of the guys sat at the at the table, yeah. cafe table, whatever, and there's a ping for a text message and you look at it. That, in my mind, that's fubbing. Or a news notification, that's fubbing. What if it's a phone call yeah. and you look at it and the conversation stops because everyone's looking at you, looking at your phone, and people will normally go... Oh, go ahead if you need to take it, take it. But is that fubbing? If you have a phone call and you go, oh, sorry, excuse me, guys, I just need to take this. Is that fubbing? I mean, it probably is, but I do think there's something about a phone call which is easier to take as the as the other person, the person not receiving the phone call, the fubby, yeah, the fubby, yeah. than than a message. And I think I think it's actually the problem with yeah, it is a problem with with messages. And I think part of it is because you can't you can't see what people are doing so you don't know why and like when somebody when you get when that message yeah. comes in you might be arranging you might be saying you know we're sat around the corner 200 yards on your right you know so that somebody can come and join you but nobody knows that as far as they can say you could be watching the you know checking the sports scores mm. and and i think that's the thing and so when the phone call comes in you can see that people are on the phone and you know maybe you should stand up and walk off and take the phone call but i actually sort of think we should do the same for like messages and stuff you know you can just look at your messages there and then quickly. But you're probably better off like walking around the corner and saying, I've just got to check a few things and then coming back. And then that way your your, your whole attention is there. So I, I, I do think there's something about the fact that it's, it's, it's being able to understand why they're doing what they're doing, which mm. makes you feel snubbed or not. So, you know, if, I, if they're you know, having a conversation with 
a friend, you still feel a bit part of that, I think. So, yeah, I think I think it's different, but subtle, maybe. I like that. I like that as a bit of social etiquette to, or at least say, sorry, sorry, I just need to do a couple of things on my phone quickly or just, mm. just turn yourself away from the table or something quickly. Get your head down, do that and come back. Agreed. Dis- yeah. Distance yourself formally or in an announced way about what's happening just quickly, but I'm back. Right, I'm back. Sorry about that. Boom. Yeah. The other thing I think about a call, which makes it a bit better, is, you know, messages are like asynchronous. So, you know, you send, you send the one saying, hey, we're just around the, around the corner. And then two minutes later, something else comes in. And then you say, yeah, we're still there. Can you not see us? And, you, and, and that drag that thing over for six minutes or something. Whereas if you have a call, mm. you, get it, you get it all done there and then real, real time. And so, the, yes. yeah, the distraction is not like lengthened over the course of the evening or, or whatever it is your meetings. Yeah, so there is something, I think, preferable for a call and something really annoying about repeated small interruptions that really can really bug you or me at any rate. <laughs> oh, it bugs me. But I was thinking, I mean, I'm not saying I'm perfect in this, you know, I'm, and I'm trying very hard not to judge people who do yeah, feel yeah. that really deep, almost, Tommy, you said like addictive connection to their phone. I'm trying very hard not to judge that. You are good, actually. I think you are always very engaged whenever out with That's yourself. why I you're, chose you're this topic, engaged. Tommy. Excellent. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> Good. <laughs> <laughs> make myself look good I, you know what, I, I was a lot of sympathy for for parents as well because there's so much important stuff these days is on your phone and that's that's also the yeah. challenge you know so it might be that you're you're actually doing something really important right there on your phone but you know as, as i say for the all your toddler knows you're looking at some pictures or the news or whatever and, and it just feels like they're less important than whatever it is you're doing but it might it might not be right now, yeah. uh, but everything's on your phone. Whereas actually you're booking their childcare. Yeah. You know, or you're, because reality, you're like either booking their childcare maybe, or you're doing the shopping for the groceries, or you're buying that T-shirt that they have to have for that fancy dress costume that they've got to do on Tuesday because they've got to be a Roman centurion or something. There's just so many things that you're constantly doing. And as you say, right, like you can't see what's, from the back of the phone, you can't see what's going on. I think, I, I hope that I hope that changes. I hope I hope that AIs start really doing a lot of the hard work. You know, like that answering where you are. If you could just say, look, AI, if if Dreamsy contacts, can you just say we're here, kind of thing. And I'm really hopeful that that starts working better. In the sketch, Jono, there's, you know, there as, as you've described beautifully at the start of this, there are two sets of of people there. There's the guys sat at the table, and then there's the parent or carer and, and the child. I find that the second one with the kid, it's quite, it's heartbreaking. Mm. The first one yeah. just an annoyance around the table with adults. But the the second one, you look at it and go, oh, <laughs> poor little kid. I don't have my kids. So, but you, you both are parents. So, I mean, are you, are you conscious of that or have you caught yourself being conscious of that at times? Uh, yeah, Robbie, completely. Um, and that's why I've been doing this, this course. What really highlighted it to me the other day was I noticed that Jack had been on his iPad quite a lot that morning. It was like a Saturday morning. And I was on my phone at the time looking at him going, Jack, I really think it's time you put the iPad down now. And I'm like, on my phone. And how old's, how, how old's Jack? On his, he's, he's nine. So he really enjoys, you know, Mr. Beast and Minecraft and this sort of stuff. And we now have it that, you know, for example, I no longer take my phone upstairs. It's only allowed downstairs. Nice. Uh, which I've found is quite a good 
barrier to you know then when i'm upstairs with them we're playing we're reading books and that sort of stuff and that's that's quite nice yeah it's better. we we got into a discussion the, the other day our 11 year olds recently got a phone um and we asked him to get off and he said well look my screen time i've spent seven minutes on it today how much how much have you spent on your on your phone today <laughs> so like, okay well, well that's check the screen time <laughs> you know Ooh. it's less than we less than we expected <laughs> to be honest but it was over an hour i think Touché. you know so, yeah as i think i think parents and child is, is tricky i also i also think by its very nature in a way <laughs> you um you can easily end up like fubbing the people you care about the most and i think i think it happens it's like the it's, it's the people you spend yeah. the most time with it's your, your partners and your friends and your family and the kids who get it the most and when you're probably when you're with a group of strangers you don't so much actually funnily enough you're probably a bit more involved in the conversation and so yeah it's, t- it's tough to take as yeah, say so you get that that heartbreaking thing if you if you see it from the kids point of view i'll tell you something that really hasn't helped fubbing that's the bloody smartwatch. <laughs> so now you don't even have to take your phone out of your pocket or out of your bag, or whatever. It's on your wrist. Always there. Yeah. The buzz, you can't, yeah. I don't know. You, you'd notice people buzzing coming in and somebody's, somebody's arms on the table and it's just keep buzzing, keeps buzzing. Yeah. It, it affects everybody, doesn't it? I'd, I'd be all right with the buzzing if it, were, if it wasn't buzzing, followed by, you know, you're chatting away, but the other person has buzzed and then they've just gone like this. And you can tell they're not listening to what you're saying. I mean that may just be my chat, but but then it takes them a few minutes, and then they actually then they they play with it a little bit, a few little swipes or whatever, and that right, and then they're back. But for those ten fifteen seconds, they've you've lost them, you've lost them. Yeah, you may as well not be there. Yeah, I I just I hate that. It's curious though, isn't it? It's like tremendously it. efficient. We probably you know arrange some stuff in those three seconds, but it disrupts what you, what you're into now. It sort of makes you really appreciate the times where there, yeah, there aren't, there aren't those distractions coming at you. And, and I get it. I get it. You know, there's a lot going on, yeah. you know, it's a busy, busy world. I wondered if there was fubbing like before mobiles came around and let's say we're around someone's house and, uh, I don't know you're having lunch or having a coffee or something and you're having a nice chat in the living room, and then the home phone goes, bring, 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 bring. Oh, I mean, I don't, I don't think you'd ever expect that person, you know, going back to what we know for when mobiles didn't exist. I don't think you'd ever expect that person not to go and answer the phone. No. Yeah. yeah. Agreed. It, like annoying, but you're like, fair enough. You don't know who it is, right? Maybe it's important. Probably don't get that many phone calls. Yeah. I, I I was thinking that I don't know so much the phone. I was trying to think what yeah like what's an early example of it for me, and it might be like the dad reading the paper at the table or something, you know. In the, in the <laughs> yeah, sitcom. that's and good. Then, you know, all the family are chatting or something. You just put the paper up in their face, and <laughs> I'm reading the paper. Leave me alone. I'd rather I'd rather be reading this paper than chatting with my family right now. I guess that was a, that was sort of an early example. But even that was slightly better in some ways because at least you could see he was reading the paper. <laughs> <laughs> on the phone you don't know do you but i'm i'm very aware that i you know in expressing my views towards fubbing that i could come across as a kind of anti-progressionist that no things should mm. say the same i'm a traditionalist i don't want things to change and technology <clears throat> and progress is awful uh i mean i do feel like that generally about life but i don't i don't want to i want to try and accept um the ways of modern life as much as i can but I feel that there's something here that's not quite right. I think the bottom line is that all of this stuff has arrived very quickly. Yeah. Hasn't it? 
like the smartphone, what was it, 2017? What? What? <laughs> no, 2007, sorry. iPhone, oh, you're going to have to clap that out. 2007. So, <clears throat> I think the bottom line, the, all of this has arrived very quickly. You know, it's like 2007, the first iPhone. <laughs> you know, only an idiot would get that wrong. Um, and so it's just, and, and Instagram is not that old and WhatsApp yeah. is not that. And we're just, our society, our culture, our kind of etiquette, so to yeah. speak, you said it earlier, hasn't had time to really catch up. Yeah. Yeah, do you, but do you think it and will? Neither is our brain and how we go. I, I really do think. But do you it's think it will, to. or have these behaviours been so, so set? And I think we're all a little bit more conscious about it than we used to. I, I would agree that I, th- I think it's a transition, and I think I think our kids will be better than we were. Like you know, that's interesting. We might be like cautioning them that it's going to be some mega distraction. You'll never get any work done or do anything real because technology will distract you all the time. And I think they'll figure out ways to make it work because they grow up with it. And I think it's a bit more of a challenge for us where you've had these established habits, us oldies, and then this new thing comes in. You're like, oh, new shiny thing. I see it with my parents as well. My dad would be you know, happily at a dinner table conversation with the family, checking the football scores and showing us the football scores. <laughs> like, I don't care about the football score. We've, we've just got all, everyone together for the last six months for the first time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, along those lines, this this is moving away slightly from fubbing, but you know when you know someone needs to show you a photo or needs to show you this video of a YouTube thing, yeah. you're like, yeah. oh, just send it to me. We'll have a look at it on my way home, type thing. Let's use this time a bit better, shall we? We can never find that photo quickly, can we? We're always like, oh, it's just it will just be quick. I know someone who'll happily um, be taking photos of the gathering and then interrupt the gathering to show you the photo they just took <laughs> of everyone. Sat there. Hey, hey, look at this. Yeah, that's a nice photo of us here right now. It's <laughs> great. I mean, I think these are, in its widest sense, these are all examples of fubbing. You know, it's phone interrupting a social interaction. Speaking of social interaction, Tommy, I have to say you're the, you're the worst for this. Is <laughs> the power of a mute television? Oh yeah. I, am you, I think I think you'd admit it yourself if you go I to a pub. Talk if and, I can see it. And you have to be very yeah. careful. <laughs> Point Tom away from the yes. mute television, you know. And actually, the mute is even worse, right? Because you have to look at it because you know yeah, you don't know I what's hate on it. Sports bars because <laughs> they have TVs all around. Like most bars, you can have it so that it's behind you. But I did. you are correct, John. I'm awful for that. Um, any other business before we uh, kind of round up or conclude the topic of fubbing? I, don't, I, feel, like, I feel like we're all guilty. The, I, I, do, I agree. I agree. I am by no means whiter than white um, in this sense. And here I am on my high horse. But what I do know for sure is that it's something that bugs me a lot. I would, I would really encourage people to try the, putting a post-it note on your phone which says why. And one of the reasons it's a post-it note is it actually doesn't last for very long. I love that. If you know what I mean, so it so it comes off, and then potentially put another one better on. Better than Tipex. But yeah, better than Tipex. But it it just makes you think every time. Like, why am I? If you've got to do something, you've got to do something important. Take it off, do it. But often you'll find that you really don't. Well, listen, I'd love to know what other people think about this. Uh, so please let us know about your own experiences of fubbing, uh, and whether it bothers you as much as it does me. Uh, I am open to the idea that some people might think it's not such a bad thing. Uh, And you can comment and message us all on social media. Uh, I don't know, maybe I'll do a poll online and see what other people think about it. 
Uh, otherwise, I'm going to go and pour myself a large old whiskey because I need to calm down after all that. <laughs> oh, sorry. Well, in the next episode, guys, we're going to be talking about silence or silences. And more specifically, the urge we might all have when in company to fill them. <laughs> very good Dealt with that well. thank you all very much for joining us and uh, for listening in on this episode you know on a live radio show like a breakfast show or something when lots of people would be tuning in and listening in their cars on the way to work you can ask everyone to honk their horns or something at the same time so other people around know who else is listening to the same radio show as you it's a bit of fun podcasting has killed that joyful phenomenon but if you feel brave enough how about you let out a lovely old yeehaw right now wherever you are whatever time of day it is because you never know there's always the possibility that Jono, Tommy or I are within earshot and if that were ever to happen we promise now to give you an even louder yeehaw right back please subscribe to the series tell your friends and family and all the other bits and bobs and we'll be back next week with more sketch chat or in its portmanteau form Skechats. That one doesn't work. <laughs> okay, until then, stay well, go well. Cheers. Goodbye. Cheers. Bye-bye. Later. All music on this podcast series is sourced from the very talented Frank Cinelli. And you can find loads more tracks at frankcinelli.com. <laughs>